Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I am your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart and making the best of a crazy-ass world. The season two of this podcast will be discussing any and everything werewolf movie related. All the wolves and all the things. <laughs> all wolves, all the time. <laughs> so how have you been? Uh, okay. I, uh, I would like to offer a public service announcement to not assume anything when it comes to getting your prescriptions oh, no. <laughs> during a pandemic. Um, so I was off my prescription for like most of the week, and it was terrible. Uh, but now I'm back. So I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. I just I assumed that when I go to refill it, it would be normal, and they would just do it. Yeah. Like you know, within a few hours to a day, and instead they were like, "We don't have one." I was like, "What?" So I had to call my doctor, but they're slammed. That took forever. Then a couple days later, they ended up sending it to the wrong pharmacy. Oh, jeez. That transferred, took another two days. So just err on the side of caution during a pandemic. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. But it's better now. I I have the stuff. And um, I also have CBD gummies to help me through as well. So that's great. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you? Uh, you know, hanging in there. Continuing drama of my apartment. Uh, mm. Lawyers ha- are involved at this point now. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. I'm glad to hear that because it needed to happen. But yeah, it's just even more and more drama. So good times. <laughs> well, hopefully they can resolve the issue because at no point should anyone be living in an apartment with water damage. Yes well throughout it right (laughs) um so yeah this seems like a no-brainer to me but all right you'd think so um but yeah also officially my band has a new guitarist so continuing with the generic white guy names his name is mike oh my gosh how am i ever gonna remember (laughs) (laughs) it's very exotic no Never heard of that name before. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that that's all good. Well, cool. I look forward to meeting Mike at some point in the future. At some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, before we get into it, if people want to reach the show and suggest movies or, you know, make any comments or whatever, how can they do that? Uh, you can follow us at Goth and Sloth on Twitter and Instagram, and you can always email us as well at gothandsloth at gmail.com. Yes. All hmm. right. Not much preamble today. I think we should jump right into it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So today we are reviewing Big Bad Wolf from 2006 or 2007, depending on which streaming service you got it from. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's it's a weird thing. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, this is a... Uh, I don't have the director right in front of me, but I did look him up. This is the only thing he's ever directed. Um, this is a very small budget. Uh, By Lance W. Dreesen. There we go. So, uh, so yeah. <clears throat> so, the movie starts with uh, a hunting party in the woods, and um, they get attacked by a werewolf, like 
they're pretty upfront with their werewolfness in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty right there. <laughs> um, and then it smash cuts to, uh, I think it's two years later, and uh, we have the classic setup of college kids going out to the woods to party in a cabin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. What movie doesn't start with right. that, apparently? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's full-on Cabin in the... Like, exactly what Cabin in the Woods is making fun of. Like, it's the full mm-hmm. setup of that. Although, and Evil Dead. Well, yeah. not what Evil Dead was making fun of. It just is Evil Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I thought it was funny, because they were... They mentioned they were frat kids, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to have this cabin to party in. D- can't you just party at your frat? Like, isn't that the point of yeah yeah it's pretty pretty weak explanation as to why they were going to this place and why they were so desperate to go to this place yeah <laughs> so um there is um our main character is named oh god damn it i should have brought this all up before i am terrible oh no uh derek derek uh so it's his uh stepfather's cabin and uh, he's not supposed to go up there, but he's trying to, you know, pledge this frat. So he gets up, you know, so he, you know, goes up with them to show off. And he's joined by his friend, Sam, who is a no-nonsense, hardcore, piercing, motorcycle riding, <clears throat> very judgy lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's two frat guys and two, uh, two, two ladies. Um they don't really need names because they are cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, they they go to the or they drive up to the cabin and it's literally like straight out of the horror handbook of how you do yep. this cabin scene. Like they get lost, they get directions from a creepy old man who this time was Clint Howard, Ron Howard's creepy creepy older brother, <laughs> who's like in everything. He just shows up. it's true uh they get directions to the cabin but he gives you know the stern warning of you don't want to go into that cabin Mm -hmm. yep very like um texas chainsaw massacre yep a little bit so they uh, go up to the cabin they begin partying um they split off into groups there's you know ones have then they all start having the sexy times except Derek and sam uh, two of them go out and have uh, in the woods awkward looking sex against a tree branch. Mm. Um, looked uncomfortable in multiple ways. Everybody was unhappy in that scene, including me. Uh, and they get attacked by uh, the titular big bad wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he uh, decides to start attacking the cabin. And this werewolf can't talk while he's destroying things he sure can (laughs) and they're definitely going for a freddy krueger making jokes and puns uh except you know really bad writing version of that yeah like it was uh i was like oh he can talk oh he can talk oh boy okay i think the only other talking werewolf we got was teen wolf so far yeah, that's true, actually. Um, yeah, I actually had thought that it was none, but you're right. I mean, he totally talked, but he talked normal. Yeah, like, he was just like a guy. Yeah, this guy, this talking werewolf is like, like you said, like monster level talking, like 
growly voice, mm-hmm. very like, I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. And it's, um, it's something. Yeah. It's something. He even does the little pigs, <laughs> little pigs, let me in. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so then he starts, he breaks into the cabin and, um, content warning for a lot of this movie for sexual... I mean, this whole last movie. Yeah. <laughs> for a lot of sexual abuse and, you know... A lot, a lot of sexual abuse. So, yeah, then he, uh, as as a werewolf, uh, rapes one of the women. Um, and it's played for a... Ge- Not at the beginning. Yeah. That was the... It is at the beginning. The one that was like a virgin. Are you talking about that at the end? No, at the very beginning. college kids at the end? No, at the very beginning. Oh, Okay. Because remember, he's like, she was a virgin. And the werewolf's like, not anymore. Huh. Yeah, I'm confusing the beginning and end of the movie. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, they didn't have, you know, a huge budget to have a whole bunch of different uh, areas. So they had like two two places to film in. Anyways. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, so, um, uh, so he kills the, you know. All the frat people except Sam, except Sam and Derek, and Sam, you know, hits them with an axe, and they run away, and it's this whole thing on the news of these college kids getting killed in a cabin, and yada yada yada, and you know they're like, I, that couldn't have been a werewolf, that's not real life, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, the usual. Yep. Something got them, but it could it couldn't have been a werewolf. <laughs> So then uh, what this movie turns into or tries to turn into at this point is a mystery of who the werewolf is, mm-hmm. except there's never like a red herring or a possibility it immediately. Yeah, it's the stepfather. Like, yeah. it's, it's just a straight up. Like, <laughs> it's like, hmm, which of these people could be the werewolf? Well, it's it couldn't just be that one evil guy that is a piece of shit to everyone um, and is the only person that even has a role in the film for a hot minute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why is there so much backstory on this one guy? One guy. Like, and then, yeah. (laughs) And it's clearly not the other guy that gets introduced, Charlie. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so it's Mitch. It's definitely Mitch. (laughs) And uh, fun fact, the guy that played Mitch is the guy who played the... um, like serial killer dad in kindergarten cop. <laughs> so oh, man, I don't remember that film at all. That's that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so no, it uh, yeah, so Sam and Derek try and find ways to prove that Mitch is the said werewolf. Um and Mitch is an abusive, really shitty dude. Like piece of shit. Nothing redeemable about him. He sucks. Nope. Yep. So, um, yeah, as you mentioned before, this new guy, um, Charlie, comes in, and it turns out that he is Derek's uncle, and the guy killed in the beginning of the movie was actually Derek's dad. And then um, after that, that's when Mitch married uh, Derek's mom. So, ooh, twists and turns. Yeah, all these plot twists. (laughs) So, um... Mitch runs a uh, like DNA testing facility or helps finance one or whatever. So like, yeah, let's get some DNA to make sure it's Mitch before we start killing people. Uh, mm-hmm. Cue sexual abuse scene two. 
Mm. Where uh, Sam tries to uh, collect some hairs, gets caught, and she tries to use her feminine wilds uh, to get out of it. But then it goes a little too far. And, um, yeah, she uh, she ends up blowing him. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's not that she ends up doing it. Like, he, like, he forces her. doesn't give yeah. her a choice. Like, she he's forcing her to do yep. it. And she uh, she somehow saves the semen and... Somehow. Yeah, weird. I don't know how that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they end up sending off to the... Um, to the facility and yes shock and shock mitch is a werewolf oh wow um so mitch uh finds out that they tested him and killed charlie and then at that point kidnaps sam and it's on to the final scene at the cabin once again um and there's a subplot of these college level news kids trying to get a scoop on uh, the ones that were murdered in the cabin, and so they followed them up to the cabin, so we have even more cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. And it's a big battle in the cabin once again, and then, yeah, cue third scene of sexual abuse, although this time you don't see anything, but uh, some horrific sounds from behind a door. Mm-hmm. And then they um, uh, hit him with boiling oil and light him on fire and blow up the cabin. <laughs> Except he pops out at the end as a charbroiled werewolf and <laughs> and bites Derek and uh that's pretty much the end. Mhm. With a little like teaser of like Ooh, Mitch might not be dead. Yeah, did you see the after No one's ever done that before. Yeah, did you see did you see the after credit stinger? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does a Marvel setup for the sequel where, yeah, his fingers move, but no one ever cared about this movie enough to ever make anything <laughs> else. Oh, God. Like, yeah. I try and do a lot of research on the, uh, you know, back, you know, production and all that fun stuff, but their Wikipedia mm-hmm. is bare bones. Like, it is nothing for this movie. Yeah, I wonder why. Well, it was in the golden age of straight-to-DVD horror, which was the two, 2000s was. to 2010. And, I mean, it sure it sure was a movie. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was straight-to-DVD for a reason. Yeah, this was not getting a wide <laughs> release. So what are your initial thoughts on it before we get into, like, specifics? Um, so I guess my initial thoughts on it were... How do I say this nicely? <laughs> I hated it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a hard time because, like, it was so, it's such a, like, two dimensional horror story. Yeah. Like, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I don't even know who or what this movie is for. Like, it's like, okay, here's this evil werewolf. He's like tromping around with his deep, scratchy voice and raping and killing people. And the, there's no like, it's like, okay, so here's this group of people that are like trying to stop him. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but there's not a lot of substance in that story either. Yeah. They like try with the whole Charlie thing, but it's like, okay, it there's it just like screen time wise, it focuses so much on Mitch being an asshole. Yeah. So like just as the observer of the film, I just saw people get abused a lot for an hour mm-hmm. and a half or whatever. Like it's like he's being a dick to Derek's mom, being a dick to Derek to Sam, and then you know the ending and stuff and and being a dick to Charlie obviously. Yeah. And it's just like am I is this a Mitch fan club film? Like what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there was something to that though. Um, I'd love to hear it because uh, I think the uh, werewolf in this one is toxic traits and abuse. Like the werewolf itself is symbolic of abuse. Yeah, but like I think that if because it's not the first time we've seen a werewolf be like toxic. Yeah, you know, represent toxicity or anything like that. But like, yes, clearly the wolf is, you know, this abusive character. But there's no motive. Right. So it must be just straight evil, which is fine, except then, like, the film seems to celebrate that instead of, like, celebrate fighting yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and in the end, like, the guy that's fighting it all along becomes a werewolf. So it's like, yeah, this is this toxic, abusive, whatever. And it spread. Oh, well. <laughs> like, there's just no, there's nothing, like, as opposed to movies that have dark endings mm-hmm. and that are like, you know, that I love, I feel like a version of this that I would have appreciated is, um, you know, here's this like ev- evil representation of the evil that happens and and these like really horrific mm-hmm. men, and there is a group that's like trying to fight it, but you get to learn, like more about those individual characters and their relationship to abuse Mm -hmm. and how that like affects their individual lives. And then as you go on, there's like an actual terror element of not wanting to become the thing that you're afraid of. Mm -hmm. And then if it happens, it happens and it's, it's sad, but this didn't get there. It was just like, this is this guy and he's evil and stuff. And Derek is this like, grossly two-dimensional yeah. kid. Yep. And then Sam is also grossly two-dimensional. I, w- I was actually when I, w- I was in Spirit recently and there's um there's like a section of like be, be here's a punk rock costume. Here's a <laughs> biker costume. Here's bad to the bone. Like and it's that. that, that is that's Sam. what this yeah. was. It's like very two dimensional. Here, have some eyeliner and let's spike your hair and here's some piercings and dress kind of funny and then like, yeah, that's it. That's totally it. Like no, she was just as preppy as everybody else. Yeah. Like like no one here is interesting or remotely authentic. Yeah. So I just felt like there wasn't a lot to appreciate, like, story-wise. And it just felt like, here's this abusive werewolf. He wins in the end. Anyway. anyway. Well, I think at the end is where they did the most with it. Because uh, Derek getting bit is kind of like being scarred from being ro- re- raised by somebody that's emotionally and physically abusive. And that rubs mm-hmm. off on the person that does it. 
uh, you know, and it, they mentioned sure. now it's up to him to try and control it. Now, right. I don't think they did a lot with it. I'm not like trying to defend the movie, yeah. but I think that's the most they tried to do it with it. And I think that's what they were going for at the end was just okay. like, I mean, that's giving it a lot of credit, but I'll, I'll go with I it. I don't know if they meant to it, but uh, <laughs> you know, and I was trying to get something out of it. <laughs> fair, fair point, fair point. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it it definitely you don't get out of those situations unscathed. So, sure. I mean, that makes a lot of sense that he would have to carry the scar of that yeah. moving forward. But if but who who the fuck even is he? Yeah, like, no, we don't know. What does he like? Who? What does he want? He wants to like rush for this fraternity or pledge or I don't know what it's called for fraternities, but yeah. like that's it so he wants to join a prep club i just yeah. had a hard time no, understanding he didn't have, yeah. what any of these characters no, wanted. yeah he didn't have yeah much motivation outside of wanting to get with sam but even that was tacked on almost and it, that's yeah, not that's not, that seemed a little forced as well i was like really i mean i i saw that coming but yeah. Is there anything here in this relationship, or you just want a banger? Yeah. Well, they've been friends What's forever. What's going on here? <laughs> it's like the <laughs> it's like the Scott and Boof relationship in Teen Wolf, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> worse. Way worse. Way worse. And it's I mean, at least the Scott and Boof thing, like, there was like depth. Yeah. There. They would. They had this... some inside jokes. They had some general chemistry. Yes, uh, Derek and Sam are just like two people. Two stick figures next to each <laughs> yep. other. Like, hello, hi, how are you? Let's kill werewolf. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> very, very odd to me. <laughs> now, you said there was nothing to appreciate in this movie, but there is something to appreciate in this. Okay. The 2000s tech in it. That was so fun mm. for me to look at. <laughs> That was pretty entertaining. Um, flip phone. I was like, is that a Blackberry? Yeah, yeah Blackberry's <laughs> flip phones. Um, they mentioned map, printing out MapQuest directions at one point. Yes, I, at the beginning, I remember that. It's like, this, but this is where MapQuest said to go. <laughs> the big old uh, earpiece, Bluetooth earpiece from that time. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. That was pretty delightful. That was... Unfortunately, that was the best part of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I it was I I definitely took note of that. I was like, "Woo, this didn't age well." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny like there are a lot of movies that are, you know, have old tech in it that you know, it's not a bad thing, yeah. but it certainly it didn't help this movie, but it was distracting in a pleasant way. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, like oh I remember that. <laughs> um, let's see. I definitely wrote down ew wolf spunk. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of ew. There's a lot of ew. A lot of ew. Like even just the like when Sam was trying to like see if Mitch had a wound on his back. Yeah. And she's like, mm, let me flirt with you to, you know, whatever, get close to him. And he's like staring at her belly mm-hmm. and stuff. I was just like, oh, yeah, 
like again like instead of just being like this guy is a sleazeball and like either hinting at it or giving you one good example that is very like realistic that makes you hate this character it was just like over and over and i was like i get it we hate him yeah what is the point of this scene we already hate mitch yeah Yeah, there wasn't like a single like he was all the bad like some guys are but repetitively like he was he was like horrific to Derek's mom Mm mm-hmm and there were multiple scenes of him being horrific to Derek's mom. And there were multiple scenes of him being a gross, weird, sexual predator kind of guy. Yeah. Like, like how many, how much do I need to watch Mitch be a dick? Yeah. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Who here did not realize that Mitch was a dick? Did you need it like the fifth, sixth time? Was that, was it for you? Yeah. Because <laughs> I figured it out after the first three seconds of him being on screen. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, they had to like, now I'm sure there's people that are abusive and also creeps and predators and stuff like that. But yeah, they had to give him like all the toxic traits. Like, I mean, I think that that's pretty realistic. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people have many traits. I'm not saying every abusive person does all of these things, but sure. Like if you're a dick, you probably have really screwed up values about how you treat people in different situations. Yeah. Like that's relatively realistic. I just don't need to see all of that. Yeah, that was the repeatedly. Yeah, that I mean that was the bulk <laughs> of the movie because uh, all their budget went to the werewolf costume. So they yeah. had to uh just film and they didn't want to like ruin it. So they had to like just do as much human regular stuff and Yeah. Yeah, like how do you make Freddy Krueger bad without him having all the scars and stuff? You know, and you're like, uh, but without, you know, the charisma of Robert England. <laughs> right. Negative amounts of charisma. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that scene. Because uh, I've seen this before. And the one scene of getting the werewolf spunk was <laughs> the most memorable for me. Because um, also just the... <laughs> Just her grasping her hands and running through the house with just a, mm. it's like oh no, <laughs> it's so bad. And then just like, Derek being like, like what's what's going on? What's what are you doing? What's going on? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> oblivious here. I really feel like I guess part of me feels like this movie would be more interesting if I understood that like there were aliens that have been studying <laughs> werewolf movies on the planet earth. And we're like, we'll take a crack at this <laughs> and then did it. And then I'd be like, Oh, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Like this isn't very good, but you try yeah. kind of thing. But like, yeah, what would happen? Like how would teenage boy react to friend blowing dad? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this seems like a, a movie I would have written in high school, like first draft too. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Well, and like you'd probably think like, ooh, and it has like all these twists, and it's really interesting, yeah. and that like, and anyone over the age of sixteen is like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I will say I'll give it another bit of credit, a little bit. 
a smidgen. Uh, you're you're allowed to give it as much credit <laughs> as you want. I'll just judge you. It's fine. Uh, the when they didn't do CGI gore and it was real gore, they had some good scenes mm-hmm. of some good gore. I will. Uh, yeah, I will agree with that. Like when it's it's a pretty graphic film. Yeah. Like in in multiple ways, and if they said it, I, it seems like that's what they set out to do, and they achieved that part. Yeah. And again, that's all. Also- Maybe this could have been like a better short story with just great graphics and more werewolf. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Instead of like, here, watch Mitch be a dick. Be a dick. Chapter fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else I got written down here. Um. But that's also why I think it was written from like in me in high school is like, yeah, let's add more gore. Let's rip off limbs and heads. And oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Um, silver steak knives. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that that's not. No one has silver, like, that's not a real thing, right? No one has... That's, that's not normal for a middle-class family, no. I do not believe so. So... I mean, you know, tweet at us if we're wrong, right? Like, if you have a bunch of silver steak knives, um, you let us know and also let us know your net income. <laughs> Please submit your W-2 along with your picture of silver snake knives. Yeah, like, what? I saw that and I was like, oh boy, way to shoo that one in. So, uh, to put it in context, uh, when Sam gets kidnapped, she lives in a trailer and... uh, he get she gets kidnapped and Derek goes to, to the trailer to find her and yeah there's like a box of knives that was knocked down and yeah it zooms in dramatically and sterling silver steak knives <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah that was um dumb <laughs> uh lots of yeah mm-hmm, that, i was trying to find better words but no you killed it right there knocked it out of the park i forgot about the silver steak knives from the first time watching it i was like oh boy <laughs> like they just didn't have a way to end this did they like they just <laughs> nah <laughs> all right i am now looking at uh silver sterling silver steak knives on <laughs> on amazon it's actually kind of difficult because i'm getting a lot of stainless steel and then the ones that have the ones that have prices are stainless steel but let's see. I found some $369 oh, for four. Oh. And she just had, she was living in a trailer and she just had them in a box. <laughs> <laughs> what? What kind of mad, who buys this? Well, this, that would come from completely sidebar, but still hilarious. Is I watched this uh-huh. YouTube video about this guy uh, watching videos on rich people's houses and he oh made a theory, and it seems to be true, that at a certain level of rich, you have no taste in anything except for how expensive it is. I believe like, that. Like, everything yeah. looks terrible, but it's really expensive. <laughs> 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 like, like uh-huh. if you and me all of a sudden just, like, woke up with $10 million in our bank, we would buy, like, a couch that was comfortable and looked nice and that you can sit on. 
A hundred percent. A crazy rich Bezos level billionaire would buy some crazy art piece couch that was designed by some <laughs> douchebag that like you can't even yeah. sit on. <laughs> right. You're like trying to watch football, but the couch is actively rejecting yeah. you. <laughs> and that's the couch is like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> and that's sterling silver steak knives because st- uh, stainless steel will be easier to clean. They'll stay sharper longer and they're tougher. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. just an aesthetic of having silver steak knives. It, they they would be such shitty yeah. knives. Silver's a, a very thin, flimsy metal. <laughs> like, oh man, I um, anyway. Wow, I had forgotten about the silver steak knife thing, but I'm very happy that you brought it up because that is some great eight nonsense. And, and, uh, and yeah, they turn them into arrowheads at one point, which is fun. And oh. and, ha- and Sam happens to be a great archer, just on the side of wasn't course. brought up previously Sam... or anything just <laughs> right and you know she's she's a mechanic she's this tough girl whatever punk looking you know bad attitude goth and also good at archery. yeah great yeah. yeah she actually got on my nerves right away too i thought i should have liked her more but she's like immediately bitchy to the sorority girls and like without yes. and she didn't she ignored Derek's mom at one point and yeah. I was like bitch respect your yeah. elders what you doing like she <laughs> like she's supposed to be like the voice of like the cool punk kids or whatever and it's like no she's she's, she's an absolute yeah. asshole yeah <laughs> she sucks just as hard as the preppy girls <laughs> exactly my point I was like this is rid- why what is the point of this <laughs> um, another thing I'll give them a little bit of credit for and something you don't see in a lot of movies but when like you're prepping a house for like an invasion or something uh, the mm-hmm. hot oil is something people forget about and it's actually a really good uh, thing like it takes a long time obviously to get up but like if you throw hot oil on somebody they're, they're not yeah, gonna they're going happy. down <laughs> like <laughs> I mean that—that's how you get a Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, that's that's a you know a little nod, like something you don't really think about, and it's like, all right, that's I'll true. Give them. I would not necessarily think about that either, but now, I mean, I will because I have a lot of oil that I could just be like, oh, I'm worried someone's gonna break in. Let me just start this now. Yeah. <laughs> Which it also <laughs> did remind me. There's a Simpsons episode where. Uh, Homer's uh, spying for the FBI and he goes into Mr. Burns' house and Mr. Burns catches him and he tries to like scald him with water. So he like takes him casually mm-hmm. into the kitchen and starts some water on the stove and they start just like talking <laughs> and then at randomly he's like ah! and throws the water and he's like it's still kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Like it take, yeah, it takes forever to get warmed up. Anyways. So um, one aspect I do also want to say is good, and we can discuss this now, is the design of the werewolf. Mm, I thought mm-hmm. it was a very good design. It's fine, yeah. I, I like Compared to the other movies we've watched, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like great. But on its own, yeah, it's a, it's a good design. Like it's, it's, he's big and burly and evil looking and looks like he'll fucking tear you apart. So. Yeah. And yeah. props to the stuntman that was in that, having to deal with that, um, especially yeah, the, the head real. apparatus, which I actually had really good lip movement um, for the talking. Yeah, yeah, not bad. It still annoyed me that it talked, <laughs> but yes. 
not bad. <laughs> it's, I have to it's, give it it's that. It's horrible talking. Like I can't even remember any of the quotes because that's like they weren't even because they're all super. Yeah, bad. they weren't even like the only one I remember is yeah. The, there's like she was a virgin. She's not anymore. <laughs> oh God! And that's like the voice, yeah. the voice you just did. That's it. That the generic grumbly voice. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I'm just like, what? Um, okay. Cool. Good job. You did great. You did fine. But that does br- but that yeah. does bring me to our new part of our show that we started last week. That's what right. happens if you would boop the snoot in this werewolf. Mm, let's see. If we were to boop Mitch's snoot, I feel like he would tear your arm off and then, like, spit it out and say something really stupid, like, oh, steaks for dinner or some bullshit. He wouldn't <laughs> like, even say, like, let me give you a hand. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> something like that. Exactly that. Uh, yeah, I he would definitely tear her off. He was a very violent werewolf. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's not, and like, cruel. Yeah. Like he's not like just an evil, violent werewolf where they just want to hunt you down and kill you and tear you apart. Like he's cruel. Like mm-hmm. he castrates one yeah. dude at one point. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah. He's raping people. Yeah, it's not just like, uh, a... it's not just the animal bit where like they're just hungry and attacking. Like he, yeah, he is right actively enjoying being a sadistic monster. Yeah, it's pretty gross. I hate him. As you, I mean, I th- at least I got that part of the movie across. You were That's supposed true. to hate yeah. Mitch, and and we all do. I mean, they really drive that home. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I successfully hate we, Mitch. We hate Mitch. Mitch. All right, so uh, let's talk about uh, one of the incredibly weaker aspects of it. Let's let's mm. rate that transformation. Mm. Ooh. Um. Is it bad enough to give it a pup? Uh, I, mm, nah. I, I like. I'm. I'm reluctant to say it's that bad, mm-hmm. but it's like it's worse than any of the ones that we've seen so far. Uh, well, yeah, you missed the one episode with probably the worst one. That was uh, oh, Wolf with Jack right, Nicholson. Okay. That one. Uh, that one is worse than this one. Oh, okay. Well, then <laughs> but maybe out of the like ones a you've seen. point pup point yeah. five. <laughs> like it started like it was gonna do something, and then it switches to mm-hmm. the really bad two thousand CG that just was not there oh. at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It tough. was. It, it was a tough. It moment was not good. <laughs> in time. <laughs> Where were you when you first saw Mitch transform? <laughs> exactly. I was sitting on the couch eating a Ritz being like, huh? <laughs> um, so y- Yeah, what did you think? So I gave it a pup point five. I'd say, yeah, right about there. It's not good, but it's not the worst. Um, okay. But yeah, it's not. It's definitely in that era where we relied far too heavily on CG that just wasn't there yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I and I I try to like imagine like 
making a film and it having to go through so many people and having to like go through post mm-hmm. and all this stuff and like it takes a long time to make a film so i never i it's hard, i don't ever want to just be like fuck you for making this yeah. film but <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I, I can't remember who said it but yeah every film that's completed and released is a minor miracle it really is and so like i don't necessarily want to shit on it shit on the attempt i just don't necessarily understand why they made as many choices as they Mm -hmm. did and i feel bad for them that the acting whether it's the acting or the direction i don't know but whatever it is is real bad and same with uh the The writing. writing especially between like like the conversations between family members like that is not how a son and a mom would talk after like the stepdad's being a dick like that's this is not how Derek and sam should be talking to each other like is this supposed to be romantic like what's happening here so like all of those things made it really difficult to focus on like the werewolf stuff and then just the overall choices of how much screen time Mitch got just being an <laughs> asshole. Well, he's the only one that's in other things, so I'm sure they paid a lot for um, enough for him. He probably was the highest paid actor right. on in this. Well, that maybe, makes sense. Maybe Clint yeah. Howard, but they also might have just snagged him off the street. <laughs> <laughs> off the street? God damn! You know, Clint. You see Clint Howard walking around like, "Hey, you want to be in a movie?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, okay." Oh, is that how that yeah, works? Clint Howard's in everything, man. <laughs> I, I I didn't know. I just I figured like maybe they called his agent. No, nah, he just something, uh, but just, no, just yeah, on you the just street. See him walking around, be like, "Hey, Clint, want to be in a movie?" Just hanging out at a Wawa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, any other uh, impressions or anything about this movie? Not really. Like I, I I'm glad that I watched it, so I have this baseline of the worst <laughs> werewolf movie. <laughs> Of, like, exactly what I don't like about a lot of bad horror. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. (laughs) I will say I I successfully annoyed you with a movie. So, you know, I I can check that off this season of the pod. Oh, my God. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned before, there's no sequels or anything to this. Uh, this was definitely self-contained and no one <laughs> wants more of this. No, no, they do not. <laughs> so there you go. There's big bad wolf for you. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it is really a product of it its is. time. 2006 or seven. Like, yeah, this is, this feels like a early 2000s yeah, i mean that's why i saw it is that was roughly around the time where i was on netflix where they would deliver and i mm-hmm. put every horror movie that came up because i was like there's some gems in here and i did find a few but mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit you got to sift through to get those few gems i was gonna say i feel like there are other people that will do that work for you but sure <laughs> so yeah so let's move on to the next part of our show recommendations things we're watching and doing and all that fun stuff um outside yeah. of werewolf media <laughs> um so i have been uh, i've been really busy honestly i haven't watched a lot again this week but 
Um, I did watch the season finale of Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Um, So I enjoyed that. And then I've been trying to catch up on Reservation Dogs Mm -hmm. uh, on Hulu, which is that native uh, produced, directed, written, led uh, series. Mm -hmm. And I've been really enjoying that so far. But again, I've just been watching things in like small chunks because... I don't have a ton of time yeah. lately, um, but I'm excited because I'm going on vacation soon, and hopefully that will mean that I will get to like download some stuff and just be able to like lay there and watch it. Yeah. Um, or you know, read. Fancy that? That'd be fun. I mean, you're not going to a cabin <laughs> in the woods, right? You're not going to your stepdad's cabin going. in the woods. No, I don't have a stepdad, and I don't have a stepdad's cabin in the woods. All so right. I think I'm We're good. We're safe. There. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I um, I don't have a ton to recommend right now, but uh, other than Reservation Dogs, but I think I've already recommended that. So nice. Yeah, what have you been watching? Actually, quite a lot. So still <laughs> still on my Paranormal Activity uh, watch. So I watched Paranormal Activity 2. Um, nice. It, it's, I'm, this, that one didn't have as much plot as I remember. It's, that, no. that one's the... It's, I think it's, it's not my favorite. Yeah, I think it's the most one of just things happening. Yeah. Like, there's not like a through line. It's just like, and that moved. Next scene. One and three are my favorite. Three is great. I'm excited for that one next. Mm-hmm. Um, also, on top of that, I watched Malignant. Oh, shit. The I did new, watch that. The new James Wan movie. So yeah, what, I watched what that. do you think without that. spoiling it? It's fine. It's just fine? It's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't say... I, I, Go ahead. Uh, let's see. I am not going to spoil it. I I will say one of the most important things I, I do want to say about this is that I am proud of him for going into big movie land and high budget stuff and then coming back to horror. I think that's really important and we need to applaud that because yeah. we need people in horror. We don't need just horror being a stepping stone to like big budget films. Mm-hmm. We also need them to come back. Um, so I'm thankful that James Wan did that. That being said, it's it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> that storyline has been done, and it's been done way better um, yeah. by by indie horror folks. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, you came back with a lot of money to do this super unoriginal story and execute it finely. Not poorly, just also not great. Yeah. So, friend of the show, uh, Doug, uh, said Doug. said it was uh, very much an X Files episode. Yeah, I could see that. Um, mm-hmm. But I enjoyed the campiness of it. Like it's very Sam Raimi, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like there's you know scenes from the monsters' point of view where it's like tracking and running through stuff and. Yeah. But uh, again, I wouldn't say it's the greatest movie. It's definitely not not even close to the best horror movie of the year that a few people have been saying. I'm like, did you watch Candyman? Like, <laughs> yeah, like come on. But um, you know, I, not the worst movie I've seen this yet this year though either. No, I, I, it's not a horrible movie. I will say that like I I am not 
particularly a James Wan fan. So you're yeah. not going to get a lot of the fanatic of like, oh my God, I love James Wan. He did these things that I love. So I'm going to go into this with like rose colored glasses. That is not me. Mm-hmm. Um, I typically am not drawn by the things he's done. I've watched them all. Yeah. I'm glad they're there because they do attract a really wide audience. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important for horror. I want more people to be interested in watching horror films so that we can get more, you know, viewership in horror and more money and then yeah. more stories. Yeah. Um, but I do not typically, I just have not enjoyed his films typically. Like there, there's like two, three, two, there's two that I like would probably watch again but otherwise it's it's a giant very much not my jam i i'm a, i'd say i like him a slight bit more than you but yeah it's about the same where like i watched all the insidious and was like yep those those are movies um mm-hmm. now i am a huge saw fan and you know he did the first mm. saw and that's mm-hmm. i think one of my favorite all-time horror movies in general oh wow um cool. But that being said, um, uh, a lot of the um, Conjuring movies, because he did the first two, yeah, eh, like they're fine. Fu- they're fine. Um, I I don't like the Conjuring like movies. <laughs> I think that they are absolutely like written for children, which is fine. You're you you can write horror movies, well produced horror movies for children. I think that's fine. But I don't like when people are like. The, the the series is like the best in horror. I'm like, what? Have you watched any other horror films? Like, <laughs> a, a kid wrote this. Yeah. Like, everything that you, everything that happens, you know is about to happen. Yeah. There are no surprises here. That it's all just very like two dimensional. It's pretty. Yeah. He knows how to set up mostly. He knows how to set up shots really well. Yeah. Like it's it is pretty. I'm not saying he's a bad director at all. No. It's just that, like, it's not prolific. It's just, it's good mass, like, consumption horror. Yeah, and Popcorn horror. Yeah, great. That I'm glad for, <laughs> I'm glad for people that love it. I'm just, I, like I said, I won't go into anything that he does being like, this is God's gift to horror. Yeah. Um, let's see, outside of that, I also just watched today on my Brad Pitt kick, uh, Legends of the Fall. Mm, that okay. was uh that was much more violent than I thought it was gonna be for like a <laughs> Really? Like he um I don't know if you know the storyline of it. Um have, I think so. Do you know the storyline of River Runs Through It? Mm-mm. Okay, so, it's basically, so they're basically the same movie, which is funny oh, okay. because he's in both of them. But no. <laughs> this one has World War One in it, and he basically is suffering from PTSD from World War One. Um, and, but he has like a really massive breakdown in, in a battle and like is discharged because he, uh, he scalped people. Oh shit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, it's far, it's like, cause it's supposed to be like that nineties, like romantic, like everyone's in Montana and the shots are all beautiful and it, was, and it had all that, but it was also like, and a lot of blood and sl- throat slitting oh. and romance. <laughs> 
Whoa. <laughs> it was it, it was something. Like it it uh, kept my attention and I I enjoyed it. Um still has not beat uh right now at top of my list is True Romance for the best Brad Pitt mm. movie. Um mm-hmm. but it's uh definitely in the top 5 Brad Pitt movies that I've seen in okay. order. So yeah. All right. Cool. I'm glad you're still kicking with that still one. Still going through that. Um, outside of that, uh, show-wise, I watched the one before the season finale of Rick and Morty. So I got one mm. more left. That's mm-hmm. I saw the Crow one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, still keeping up on Supergirl and Titans. Um, Supergirl's not as good. And it's... It, it hasn't been. And it's just like kind of sad because this is the final season for Supergirl. So you'd think they'd pull out the stops. No. No. It's... That, the CW has shown us. It ha- it has one bright light left. Okay. And that is Stargirl. Um, uh, just, yeah, watch the you know, first three episodes of Stargirl. Oh, I, I'm not. I don't mean like <laughs> their series all suck because they don't. I, oh. I've, I've enjoyed many of them. But, um. They don't. They don't seem to know how to pull out the stops for finales. Oh yeah, I thought they kind of did for the Arrow, like the actual finale for Arrow, the final episode. <laughs> I know you didn't watch it, but <laughs> like they pulled out all the stops on the one show that was the worst of their shows. <laughs> no, I don't know. Batwoman's real bad. I've not oh, been enjoying right. that at all. Right, I haven't all. watched that one. Um. And it's too bad because now they switched it up to a uh, a black woman is Batwoman, uh, a gay black woman. I was like, oh, that's good representation there. Mm-hmm. But I also just don't enjoy it. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like I, I, was, I, I want like to a, enjoy that. <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion about some stuff like that. Like kind of like when Wonder Woman with the big deal with Wonder Woman having coming out and like people were like, oh, my God, like you know, having this representation is so important. And then the second one just bombs. Yeah. Like there's just so many examples of like getting excited about representation and then that bombs. And so I'm always like, Hmm, I wonder why I wonder if it wasn't set up to do so. Yeah. Hmm. And that, it is unfortunate. Because okay. we already know who own, like who has all the power Yeah. in TV and film. There's no question. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, and it's a, it is independent unf- <laughs> TV and films. That's where it's at. Oh, uh, but yeah, it's unfortunate because Batwoman in the comics for years, like decades, has been a lesbian, um, mm-hmm. and I'm glad they're sticking to that. Good. But the show itself, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Character's good. Character's fine. Done right. All that fun stuff, but good. they just don't do anything with her. And so I'm kind of, it's one of those shows where it's, it's mostly, I I call them Twitter shows because I'm watching it, but I'm actually really just on Twitter flipping. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this guy up. If people want to hit you up and, uh, you know, see fun vacation pictures that you'll be posting, how can they do that? Uh, you can find me at Luna underscore Minui. That's M-I-N-U-I-T on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I don't know how much I'll be posting on vacation. <laughs> um, I would like to memorialize it somehow, but I'm also like 
I can't wait to just not have to look at my phone anymore. <laughs> That's always positive. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm ex- very excited to be away. Um, and also before we go into Matt's uh, stuff, mm-hmm. if you want to watch along with us next time oh, yeah. for the next episode, uh, we will be watching the movie Howl. Howl. Just the word Howl. Yep. It's a British, I believe, and I think it's from 2015. Don't quote me on that. It's called <laughs> Howl. It looks good. You'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, where can the people find you? I'm wizard underscore Matt on the Twitters and wizard cosplay on the Instagram and feral wizard on TikTok. Uh, my band is Leonardo Leonardo. All our stuff is on Leonardo Leonardo band dot com. And I also got my YouTube channel, Matt, the Pharaoh wizard, where I just came out with the top 10 eighth movies in a franchise. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course you did. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Um, so yeah, join us next time for uh, howl. Yeah. Have a great, I don't know, day, night, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>